Welcome to Victorious Living. The carnal mind analyzes situations through your senses. Primarily what we see here and feel are those three things, but our, our, our senses are ever talking to us. And so this carnal mind analyzes situations through the senses mainly of seeing, hearing, feeling. And uh, this carnal mind makes a lot of decisions for your life, thusly showing us the need for a renewed mind. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the carnal mind versus the spiritual mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the carnal mind versus the spiritual mind. All right, tonight I want to share with you not on something new, I don't know. I don't think there is anything new. It may be new to us, but it's not new to God. You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So God knew everything from the beginning. But a lot of times uh, things and, uh, and how we see scriptures and those kinds of things is new revelation to us. But that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the carnal mind versus the spiritual mind. And a lot of these scriptures that we use is scriptures that we have used over and over and over and over. I remember when we used to go to Dad Hagen's uh, uh, Holy Ghost meetings, we always knew where to turn to before we ever got up there. And so I heard him say one, one time, somebody asked him, say, well, when are you going to quit using those scriptures? And this was his answer to him, not mine, but this was his answer to him. He said, when you get it. That's what, he, that's what he would say when you get it, you know. And maybe a little facetious when he said, I don't know where it was or not. But let me start off tonight. I don't have these scriptures here that I'm going to read to you uh, in my notes tonight. So I want to I read it to you here out of Proverbs. Proverbs, the fourth chapter and the 23rd verse. Such a, a, a familiar verse of scripture. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it, out of your heart, are the issues of life. Now, a lot of time when you see that word heart, it's talking about your mind. You know, and everything we do in life kind of comes out of our mind. Our thoughts, our thinking, and that, that kind of thing. And so here's, here's sometimes might be an issue is that we, we hear the flesh more than we hear our spirit. Because our, our spirit has a voice And it's carnal the, the fleshly and So it has to be tamed Has to be brought into subjection And then the, there is the voice of our spirit we, we say it's the voice of the Holy Spirit Obviously if it's the Spirit of God it's the, it's the Holy Spirit So he said keep your heart Keep your mind with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, notice what he says in the 24th verse. He said, put away from thee a, a forward mouth. So he's connected the heart and the mouth. So when he connects the mouth, a forward mouth is a mouth that speaks perverse things. Now, what is perverse things? Perverse 
things are simply, in its simplicity, is doubt and unbelief. It's perverse to God because God doesn't have any of that. And God doesn't give us any of that where doubt and unbelief. So it's perverse where God is concerned. So he's telling us something here in these two verses of scripture. You know, we could, you could preach a, preach a message, two or three messages probably. But he said, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from you a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. So he's talk, simply talking about how we talk. And so how we talk and the words that we use, the words that we say are very important. So he said, keep your heart, keep your mind, for out of it are the issues of life. Not only the issues of the God kind of life, but sometimes we, we boil that down to the issues that, we're, that we are dealing with in life uh, a lot of times. So anyway, we're going to talk about it for a little while tonight. And uh, like I said, it's scriptures that we know and use, but... I always go back to that one scripture over in Peter said, he, he, Peter said, I'm not going to be negligent. Because you know, really, when you think about it, and I think a lot about it, that when we stand before the Lord, ministers, people who teach, people who preach, when they stand before the Lord, that's one thing that we're going to be judged on is how we preached or taught uh, the word. So it's not, all, it's not all over in this life here. We're going to carry some things with us to heaven. Now, we're not going to carry anything, you know, like a physical body or anything like that, but we're going to carry our works. Our works will go before us. Our words will go before us, and we will be judged at the judgment seat of Christ. Now, you know, I don't know that that's a, a bell ringer for... <laughs> all of us a bell ringing sermon or whatever but now it's a good thing for the human mind the human mind to be educated and developed and developing the faculties or the abilities of the human mind now the human mind has got a, got some abilities you know uh, and uh, you know you look back just look back on our history right here in the United States you know it was the minds of people that that helped us, us, our, help, our country or help the United States to land a man on the moon. Now, that had to come somewhere out of somebody's mind to know how to do that and to know what to do and all, of that, all that went into that. So this carnal mind, human mind, see when people, people don't, sometimes might get the wrong idea when it uses the word carnal, it's not using something that you're speaking a lot of, uh, uh, boy, we used to say that around home was that you just not don't mean you're cussing, but it just simply means perverse words that opposes the words of God. And so this carnal mind, what does it do? The carnal mind analyzes situations through your senses. In other words, your senses tells you something that's happening. Your senses tells you something that's going on with your life. Or it tells the, the human senses tells you something's going on with your body. Uh, tells you a lot of things. The human senses tells us that. Primarily what we see here and feel are those three things. But our, our, our senses are ever talking to us. And so this carnal mind analyzes situations through the senses mainly of seeing, hearing, feeling 
And uh, this carnal mind makes a lot of decisions for your life. A lot of decisions that are made for any of us in the room tonight, a lot of the decisions comes out of our mind. Thusly showing us the need for a renewed mind. Showing us the need for a change or a transformation of our mind because so many things about our life comes from the thoughts that, that come into our mind that connects themselves with our word. And so he's talking about that. He was talking about that in the proverb letter. But, but the natural or the carnal mind pertains to and is characterized by the passions and appetites of the senses, which creates the desire to satisfy the senses. It is sensual of the senses and rule, uh, a sensual rule in its nature and is not connected to spiritual things. The carnal mind is not connected to spiritual things. That's, there again is the need for the renewal of the mind. And so we, we've learned this. You, you, you don't get it right one day and, and lose it the next day or not do it the next day. It is an on, ever ongoing process of keeping a spiritual mind. And so it doesn't happen because you do it one time. It is a continuation of day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. So the natural or carnal mind is the part of our physical makeup. The carnal mind is where we reason, or our mind is where we reason, we think, we perceive, we judge, and, and our will is centered in our mind. What we will to do will come out of how, how you think, how you feel, and, and those things that I've, I've mentioned here. The spiritual mind in agreement with God and his word finds the person, you'll find that person being a doer of the word of God. Let me say it again. That the spiritual mind in agreement with God and his word finds that individual being a doer of the word of God because they have set their mind to be just that, a doer of the word of God. Until the mind is set, we don't do anything till the mind is set. By and large, we don't do anything till our mind uh, is set to do whatever. So the spiritual mind in agreement with God and his word finds the person, that individual, being a doer of the word and not just mental assent. A lot of mental assent going around today, even in the faith uh, circles, we call them faith circles, faith camp, we call it, whatever. But uh, it's a lot of mental assent. We agree that the Bible is so, but we don't agree to the point, but people sometimes don't agree to the point that they speak the word every day. Or they, they don't always agree, uh, you know, uh, in the sense of doing the word, but they mentally assent that the Bible is true. They mentally assent that, that, uh, that the Bible teaches us this and it teaches us that, but that does not necessarily mean that we have incorporated that into our life by our faith or in the making up of our mind or the renewal of our mind. So what we mentally assent to is no more than just saying that I believe the Bible is true, but yet it may not be affecting my life. But, but I do mentally assent that the Bible is true. I mean, if you believe the Bible, you know, you could, could ask the question to people sometimes, do you believe that the Bible is the truth? 
or do you believe that the Bible is the word of God? Well, we're all going to say yes. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're enjoying the benefits of that. We have mentally assented to it. Somewhere we've got to get our faith in operation. You know, if that be the case within any person, have to get our, our faith in agreement with that. So I'm going to read to you some scripture here that I told you that we all are so familiar with. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Paul, in a statement, described these two kinds of mind, carnal mind, spiritual mind. In a statement here in Romans chapter 8, verse 6, he says, for to be carnally. Now, when you, when you see that word, it, it's proper, it's okay to use sense ruled carnal sense rule carnal is just just uh, fleshly sense rule for to be carnally or sense ruled minded is death which doesn't mean that, that it will die physically because we we do it but what it does say it opens the door for what satan is in the earth to do it just opens up a big wide door, you know. If we don't get it corrected, it'll open a wide door. And then, you know, sometimes people say, I don't understand why this happened to me. I don't understand why, why, why. You know, we have a lot of why questions. And so uh, we don't understand that sometimes. But, and a lot of people will look that way to God instead of looking this way to themselves. So. It's our hope that today's message, The Carnal Mind versus the Spiritual Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to request the free CD copy of today's message, please request offer number 9. This week's offer number is 9. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.